The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover a positive path for spiritual living. Welcome to Voices of Unity with Rev. Jackie Fernandez. Welcome to Voices of Unity. This is Rev. Jackie Fernandez, and it is Hispanic Heritage Month here at Voices of Unity and out in the world. And today I am so honored and pleased to have with me my colleague, my coworker, my dear friend, Reverend Adriana Segovia. Welcome, Adriana. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Uh, we're going to have fun. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who don't know, well, first of all, we are live from the tower at Unity Village on our very sacred grounds, and it's a beautiful fall morning, mid-morning. And Adriana is the Spanish editor here at Unity World Headquarters. So we get to work together in the communications department with um, our vice president, Ellen Devonport. And so we have a good time, and we're going to bring our good time here to the show today. And we're going to begin with a sacred moment of a reading of a weaving together of the daily word in La Palabra Diaria, which is daily word in Spanish. And so let's have our time. La palabra de hoy es vitalidad. The word of the day is vitality. Yo soy sano y reboso con vitalidad. I am whole and vitally alive. No existe separación entre mi cuerpo y su fuente de energía, entre Dios y yo. There is no separation between my body and its source of energy, between me and God. Ahora invoco la vitalidad innata y divina que se expresa por medio de mí. I now call forth the innate vitality of God that expresses through me. Siento una energía titilante que despierta de las células en mi cuerpo y vivifica mi mente. I feel a tingling energy awakening the cells of my body and enlivening my mind. Soy renovado, restaurado y sanado, gracias a la vida divina. I am renewed, restored, and healed as I tap into the eternal power of divine life. Este entendimiento de euforia está disponible para mí en cualquier momento, porque la vitalidad de Dios nunca se cansa. This feeling of exhilaration is available to me at any time because the vitality of God never tires. Puedo parar en cualquier momento para sentir el ritmo de la vida en el latir de mi corazón y recordar que soy naturalmente sano. I can stop 
in any moment to feel the rhythm of life in my heartbeat and remember I am naturally whole. Tengo los elementos vitales de la vida, los necesarios para el mejoramiento humano, así como también los atributos que llevo como imagen de Dios. I have the vital elements of life, those necessary to human thriving as well as the divine attributes I carry as the image of God. Soy salud gozosa, paz perfecta y vida divina en expresión. I am joyous health, perfect peace, and divine life expressing. Y de Mateo, capítulo 6, versículo 22, La lámpara del cuerpo es el ojo, así que, si tu ojo es bueno, todo tu cuerpo estará lleno de luz. From Matthew 6, 22, The eye is the lamp of the body, so if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. Amen. Thank you, Adriana. That was so fun. I, we need to do that more often. <laughs> that was very sweet. I love that, weaving back and forth and hearing both languages. So I want to give our listeners a little bit of background. Okay. Um, you were your unity minister, of course, and you were ordained in 2002. So it's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. You're coming around on 20 yeah. years. That's <laughs> yes. amazing. Lovely. And of course, as I said, you currently serve as a Spanish editor of La Palabra Diaria mm-hmm. um, and so much more here mm-hmm. at Unity World Headquarters. So many projects, and of, which of course includes mm-hmm. the Spanish retreat, which you just had. We just did. And it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so how many people did you have on campus? There were around 60 yeah, around 16. And um, half of them were new uh, to the retreat, and the other wa- the other half was people that come every year, you know. Just yeah, and so people from all over. Yes. And uh-huh. about how many are from out of the United States, outside of the United States? There was a large group from the Dominican Republic, and then we have a few from, you know, I know Puerto Rico is part of the United States, but, right. uh, you know, a good group that came from Puerto Rico, then we have people from Mexico, Peru, a group from El Salvador, a couple from Venezuela, in, um, gosh, I don't know, you know, the whole makeup, but it was a very, you know, mixed group yeah. of people from all over. Well represented from all yes. of our Spanish constituencies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, They love unity. They yeah. love unity. Oh, you can certainly feel the presence. And the, and the Spanish retreat is every other year, right? No, it's every it's year. Every year. Every other year that it coincides with World, World Day, Day of, of Prayer. Prayer. That's Correct. It. And then on the opposite years, is it in a different time? It's in, it's in August. In August, mm-hmm. okay. And Wonderful. it's more like unity teaching kind of things. Um, these, uh, the ones that fall on World Day of Prayer is the theme is usually like prayer, complete, and you know, uh, sure. contemplation, reflection, more of that. But in August, it's more like uh, dynamic, uh, more teachings of unity, and yeah. Okay, wonderful. I love both. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, and it's probably nice to have that variety. Yes. Uh-huh. And do you find, well, you said this year was half new people, so you find mm-hmm. the, the differing themes probably calls to different people. Yes. So you get more mm-hmm. people in total year after year. Yeah. That come. That's wonderful. Well, let, let's hear some of your background. How did you come to Unity? Well, it, it was through... Silent Unity. My, I was newlywed a uh, long, long time ago, 
and my sister-in-law say, call this place. And I go like, well, I don't speak English. And she says, no, anyhow, call, you, you do call this place. And then I call, and then a lady answered, and I introduced myself, and I said, I don't speak English very well. And then she says, oh, yes, you do. Oh. You know, it was very sweet. And then it, she had, in my head at that time, the voice of an angel. And um, I, you know, shared with her, you know, that my husband had lost his job, that he was the only person, you know, bringing income, you know. And then she says, oh, yeah, uh, we're going to pray for you. And then also send you a letter, and then they sent me a booklet, a pamphlet that I still have to this day that is called um, Gate of Prosperity. And then after that, I was thinking, wow, there's, I was not aware that that existed, that a ministry, that it was just selfless, just there to help people. And uh, so I wanted to come because we were here living here in the Kansas City area. And then the more I knew, the more I fell in love and uh, the more I, the beliefs of unity coincide with my my own mm-hmm. beliefs about God and life and the universe and yeah. you know how it goes. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a familiar story. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a what what um, what was your spiritual background? What was your upbringing? Um, I grew up Catholic. Okay. I went to Catholic school until I graduated from high school. Okay. And was that in the States? No, that was in Venezuela. In I was Venezuela. born in Venezuela. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so when did you come to the States? I came in the States um, March of 1885. Not 18. 18. <laughs> I was like, wow, you are. I mean, you look good, girl. <laughs> No, 1985. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> In um, following a, a boy, like this, <laughs> uh-huh. my uh-huh. fiancé was already here. Um, he went to school here, and uh, he was a resident here. And um, we got engaged in the December, and then in March I came. Wow. And wow. We married in April. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then so about how long after that was was that call to Silent Unity, that fateful call? It was in, I will say, like a couple of years. I will say 87, mm-hmm. 88, around there. And so did you start attending one of, you know, we have so many Unity ministries here in the Kansas City area. Mm-hmm. Did you start attending one of I them? I came or? to the chapel. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And then where, let's talk, let's talk, you know, this isn't a question I ask very often on the show. I haven't yet, but I may start. What was your call to ministry? Believe it or not, my is not, not that sublime. Yeah. It was, um, I was in an exit uh, to get into a highway. I used to live very, very far from here, like 40 minutes. And then I felt it more than I heard it. Okay. And uh, it's like, uh, so when are you going to start? You know, in few months beho- uh, before that, um, do you remember Maurice, mm-hmm. our teacher in uh, SEE? Mm-hmm. He said, 
you know, um, why are you wasting your time in so many SE classes? Why not you gonna get real? And and at that time, I go like, what is he talking about? You know. And then that day, spirits ask the same question. You know, yeah. when are you going to do it? Yeah. So you already had the knowing. The knowing. It was. It was just and when from the outside, like somebody. Mm-hmm. Awaking me into it, and then God saying, "Yeah, it was not just a casual why; it's a true why." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then you you were already taking SE classes. So mm-hmm. did you have to complete any more before you could apply, or were you ready to apply? Yes, um, they. Um, I had to take I think one more, and uh, then I I apply, and of course. Accepted. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so was it a two-year program at that mm-hmm. time? Because it's, it's changed over the years. Two-year program all morning, okay. Monday through Thursday. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And so um, then you graduate, you become ordained, mm-hmm. and then did you come right to Unity World Headquarters? I was already here. Okay. I was uh, working here and then going to school. Okay. And were you working in... The communications department? No, I was working in Silent Unity. I was part of uh, you were uh, translations. Translation. It was called translations. Okay. So were you a prayer, like answering phones? Originally, or? when I was hired, I was uh-huh. answering phones, answering letters. So you were the voice of an angel to uh-huh. others. That same voice <laughs> that you heard, but yeah. in Espanol. Yeah. Yeah. So when you first called, were there um, Spanish-speaking prayer associates? There were, but it was... Not like organized. Okay. Um, it would be just like, oh, we have a Spanish goal, and if somebody was there during working hours, then we will answer. Okay. So when I when I went through school, which I graduated in 2015, and we did our internship there, there there is like, and now there's a whole team, mm-hmm. you know, and they're always, you know, scheduled. Yes. So to take the calls. That that started in uh, 1995. Okay. And the, the Silent Unity moved out of translations because mm-hmm. I was overseeing uh, the um, prayer ministry. And then it was decided we all agreed that should be part of uh, Silent Unity so that it was incorporated. And they also extended the hours mm-hmm. because we used to only answer weekdays from 7 to 4.30 and then when the uh, prayer ministry, um, you know, received the Spanish, then the works. Now we do seven days a week. Okay. Okay. So, so you've seen a lot of change and uh, oh, evolution yeah. here yeah. in terms of reaching out to Spanish-speaking um, callers mm-hmm. and um, and spiritual seekers just mm-hmm. in general. And so let's talk about La Palabra Diaria. <laughs> when did you become the editor? I will say... Mm. Probably, probably I came here 89, 91. Okay. 91, 92. But it was completely different method, you know, that we have currently. But at that time, in all fairness, we, we did have um, a unity minister from Puerto Rico, Luis Mora, that did the translation, and he was very, you know, very good at it. 
Okay, so it already existed when you came on board. Oh yes, and, uh, mm-hmm. and um, and so what what is the process? It is exactly a translation from the English. Talk, no, talk about that. No, in one part is um, technical. We work with a template. Okay, that allows just um certain amount of words in the affirmation, the Bible mm-hmm. in. In Spanish, um, tends to run a bit longer than English. Right. So sometimes we adjust. We have to adjust just for length. And uh, here we don't translate word for word. We, we ask the question, how do we say this in Spanish? Right. And then go and research if the way, the way is said in several other countries to make sure that we're not saying something inappropriate right so that's, it could be like a yeah a major faux pas right <laughs> to yes, use a phrase can, a turn of phrase yeah, that has yeah. a completely different mm-hmm. meaning exactly yeah. and it's to me it's interesting how words do that because yeah. um we can say one word and it's very mild in our culture and then somebody else is turning red and we don't know what's happening so yeah. we have to make sure that that doesn't happen spiritual right especially in a spiritual publication so right Right. we take special care of the magazine yes (laughs) yes well it's very important and so it worked out today that the flow back and forth was pretty spot on mm -hmm. was pretty spot on so Mm -hmm. that just um so give a little note of gratitude for that (laughs) i wasn't sure when i was like i had this idea that we could read back and forth but then what if it didn't flow but it flowed perfectly perfectly it Mm -hmm. makes sense you know because i know even on the english side too that a lot of times there's there's a little word juggling you know Mm -hmm. in order to fit the space in all of our magazines and so sometimes you know you have to massage it a little bit and so i could imagine you know the next iteration of that when translating is you know not just about the word count and the space, but also like you said, the meaning, the meaning and um, turn of phrase. And how does that show up? I'm curious, um, spiritually speaking, um, because we can we can make a grand a sweeping assumption, and, and I'd be curious what you, how you feel about this too. That a lot of the Spanish speaking audience uh, and readers of Daily Word or listeners or you know anyone that consumes our Spanish materials probably have a pretty foundational experience um, with Catholicism, either yes. practicing Catholic um, or it's, you know, sort of a cultural, you know, familial experience. And so how does how does that work together? I am grateful that today um, that is almost not happening. Like there's not like a distancing from... Uh, the Catholic religion and, and uh, the messages from La Palabra Diaria to the point that um, s- some Catholic churches um, provide mm-hmm. La Palabra Diaria, nice. especially in Puerto Rico and the mm-hmm. Dominican Republic. And, and that's true of the English, uh-huh. and the daily word mm-hmm. as well, right? So, But probably yeah. even more um, impressive in a way than uh-huh. for Spanish because... Catholicism yeah. is very, is it just, it's part of the fabric of the culture. It is. You know, it's not just one of the, you know, it's not the church mm-hmm. on the corner. Exactly. Right. And it's the beliefs. Actually, when I was growing up, I was very, un- was very unaware of other religions and other beliefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, because all that we knew uh, back then was Catholicism. Yeah. But nowadays there's truly, and uh, it's interesting that a lot of people that write to us are to subscribe and they believe 
that la palabra diaria is from the Catholic Church. Ah, interesting. So I have to say no. Yeah. <laughs> we love the Catholic Church. We love the Baptist. We love the Lutheran. We, you know, we, we serve anybody mm -hmm. that believes that our product, you know, will help in their spiritual life. But, yeah, we... We're unity. <laughs> we are unity, and which is the beautiful thing that it's not, you know, we aren't, you know, steeped in any kind of particular dogma, that it's really that universal truth that, that I think really weaves in and through, you know, any spiritual practice, you know, that it's about, you know, opening to um, your potential, you know, which is tuning in to your divine inheritance mm -hmm. and, And, you know, and then there are other, you know, ways that we use faith in terms of, um, you know, how do we face trials and tribulations of life? You know, how do we make decisions? You know, where do we anchor faith? You know, because I think we all, it, being born with, um, being, you know, having our souls infused with the power of faith, you know, we inherently grow up like, what do I do with this? Mm -hmm. You know, what do I believe in? What, you know, and so... I remember growing up with um, my uh, aunt that I loved, and uh, she used to read La Palabra Diaria be, well, way before I was born. And um, she used to read it to me. And then, but she used to read it sort of like in a clandestine way, you know, not very open. And one day, I remember somebody confronted her with that. It's like, oh, do you know if that is approved? By the church. And she said, I don't see why not. The only thing that I get from this magazine is to how to be a better human being, how yeah. to enjoy life more. Yeah. So why would that be prohibited? And I remember that answer so clearly. That she, she didn't argue back. She just said, I, you know, it's like the facts. Yeah. that, And that even happened with a retreat guest that came last year. She was, she was very, you know, it was her first time. She came alone. Um, she's Catholic. And then she, you know, she was like trying to understand what was going on. Long story short, by the end of the retreat, she was dancing like the others. And she came this year. And the reason she gave me is that she had learned how to enjoy life. Mm -hmm. And how to have a freeing relationship with God, yeah. in which there's not like expectation, there's no distance. So I go like, she's still a Catholic, but she has a more flexible, more, you know, ample relationship with God. So I think that is what unity is all about. That's mm -hmm. beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so wonderful, what a gift to be able to see that, you uh -huh. know, and to have that history in, in your family. Mm -hmm. And so um, did your aunt then, she knows what you do now? Just, I hid it. I was with her like, um, what was it, we saw of us? Because she came here with my uncle a long time ago. And then she says, oh, do you think there's a way we can um, talk to the editor of La Palabra Diaria? Because I love La Palabra Diaria. And I go like, oh, my Oh my! She didn't um, know she was talking no. to me. <laughs> no, I love it. And then I go like, oh, "It is me." What? You know, you? And I think, to a certain degree, I think she was a bit disappointed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like what? 
Yeah. Prophets never recognize in their own town. Oh, she was very loving afterwards, but she never mentioned it, you know, never mentioned mm -hmm. it again. So that because I hid it from her. Mm -hmm. It's like not in a bad way, but I wanted for her to have a, like an illusion. I right. don't know. Right. So well, like I she was imagining like a pope or a bishop, <laughs> you know, that she was going to come. Not me. And she knew I was trouble when I was little. So it's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so so tell let's talk more about that. <laughs> no. Uh, I pass. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> she passes. <laughs> well, that's beautiful. That's what it um to be a fly on the wall for that conversation. Mm -hmm. Can we meet the editor? Can you think? Uh, and yeah. then, no. Bam. It's me. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it's beautiful. It's such, you know, an incredible role that you, you serve here. You know, you're the only one on staff in the department, you know, that's doing all of our translation. And then you have two, is it two now? Do you have two or three um, people who work remotely, like um, contractors. Currently, one part time and uh, one uh, proofreader and one translator. I we have we're still talking about um, in a contract with another translator. Okay. Um, yeah, because it's it's quite a bit. We're producing practically well, not practically. We're producing all the um, blessing booklets that our rich department puts out in Spanish. And they also want to do the ones that they give through our message of hope ministry. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we have done one, the one on grief and, uh, is, you know, excellent, excellent book booklet. And then we're going to do the one on addiction and recovery. Yeah. And that has trans, uh, been translated and is on production. So okay. we believe that's going to also be very well received. Wonderful, mm -hmm. wonderful. So we're, it's almost time for a break, and when we come back, I do want to get into that, like all of the resources that we have mm -hmm. here for Spanish speakers, um, because there's so much. And what we've learned over the past year through surveys to the ministries, to Unity Ministries, is they, by and large, don't really know the full mm -hmm. scope of what we offer. Yes. And so, you know, we'll talk about how ministries can put that to use. And also, you know, always working to get, you know, we do so much here. We offer so much that it doesn't have to be for in the context of a unity ministry. That mm -hmm. There's so much, you know, community um, groups, organizations, other um, denominations or faith groups um, mm -hmm. that can absolutely make use of these amazing resources mm -hmm. and provide that um, in a language for, you know, a Spanish first reader, you know, where that's. Yeah. You know, because it makes a difference to be it able does. to read it in your, um, excuse me, that's my timer, um, in your language of origin. And that's a beautiful thing. I wonder if we should close the breakout with a prayer for protection. Okay, let's and do then, that. And then we'll come back and then we'll get into resources. <clears throat> oh, wait, that's our music. That's our time. <laughs> okay, we'll save the prayer for protection um, for, for the end of, of the next segment. So we're going to go to break now and we'll be back and we'll talk with uh, Reverend Adriana Segovia and we'll cover more about Spanish uh, resources. listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. 
Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to Voices of Unity with Reverend Jackie Fernandez. This is Reverend Jackie Fernandez, and I'm back with Reverend Adriana Segovia, editor of La Palabra Diaria, Spanish editor for Unity World Headquarters, queen of all things Espanol, <laughs> La Reina. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about, we have we have so much that we offer uh, for our Spanish-speaking audiences, and um, so much that can be used just for anyone who happens by our website, and um, and then also that, that can really be used in ministry, in the work of ministry. Ministry. So let's talk about the full scope of what we offer. Oh, it's very, very extensive. Um, like if you go to unityandlinea.org, unityandlinea.org, um, you will find a vast quantity of spiritual material, especially under articles. And then we also have one under um booklets, and uh, we have meditations, uh, visual meditation, uh, voice meditations. We have the prayer services, both in text and um, with voice. And uh, we hear a lot of unity groups, starting unity groups um, that gather for prayer for, uh, they use both of them. Um, we have also beautiful um, meditations based on La Palabra Diaria. Our area in uh, prayer, silent unity, you can submit a prayer online. And, um, and that has even been expanded. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I, I just just a note that I have put in the event for today on Facebook on my on my profile, Facebook profile. I did put the unity and org um, so that people can go there for the link if they need that. Mm -hmm. But yes, yeah, so the, the prayer experience has been expanded. And so we have recently, as of this World Day of Prayer, um, launched the online, um, the Unity Virtual Vigil of Silent Unity. So you can actually log in um, on the website and download it as an app and enter Prayer Vigil. And you get to see the inside of that, um, the cupola, the Silent Unity cupola, mm -hmm. where um, Vigil has been held for 120. 25 years yes. and um, 24 7 that all the prayer associates all take turns at 30 minute intervals somebody is always in there holding prayer and now you can do it from anywhere yeah. and we have the um, also we have that available in Spanish and so that URL is vigilia de oración unity org and I'll also add that um, to the Facebook and one of um, beautiful point is that when you pray then a uh, virtual light is lit in that area of the world that you are praying from. So it's also a visual reminder of being truly the light of the world through prayer and uh, through a consciousness of oneness with God and with each other. Um, and I don't know that there can be any better way um, to help you know uh, raise the consciousness of of the world uh, to one of oneness and uh, peace and harmony so I think it's, it's just so on point and on time that uh, 
Unity decided to provide, you know, that visual where everybody, anybody can contribute and take something from themselves at the same time. Yeah, and there's so much there. There's, you know, you the videos, like you enter, the video enters into that prayer vigil, but there's also, you know, you see sort of the, um, the guidelines for how to prepare yourself to enter prayer vigil and what that means. And um, there are, you know, um, sample prayers and affirmations if you need that to help settle the mind. There's music. And like you said, the map and the map is just amazing. This world map with all these little points of light on it where all around the world people have checked in. And, and it is, you're right, to be able to tap into that and to know that you are connecting um, in spirit in that time, in that moment, in prayer, and the power of prayer is just, it's beautiful. It is a beautiful and powerful experience. So I've added that also to uh, the Facebook um, event so that you can follow into that and That's check wonderful. it out. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And so um, you, you went through a lot of different things, the booklets, um, prayers, articles, the prayer services. Tell us more about the prayer services. Where do those come from? They come. They are written uh, by Silent Unity, um, and um, they have an affirmation, and then uh, I would say a statement uh, that we are praying or guiding our mind and bodies through. And um, people find it useful, you know, because it's it's like a guided meditation, and it's you know they're beautiful, and they're set up to music too. And, um, and you can have the written one just next to it. Like I said, a lot of prayer groups use them on their, for mm-hmm. the group, starting the group. Uh, they don't have, you know, people may be a little shy. How do I start a prayer group with La Palabra Diaria? And those um, prayer services, you know, you have a good, good start. And then you keep on digging on Unity and Linea. You'll be surprised at what you find there. Yeah. It's an awesome site. It is. And, you know, we have a lot of our videos that um, we create. We mm-hmm. provide Spanish subtitles. And it's, you know... Um, you have, like you said, just a few part-time people that, you know, are supporting. And so we have to kind of pick and choose what um, gets to go through the full translation. But um, if you don't know and you're listening and you're wanting to hear a video in any language, it's good to know that in on YouTube, it will automate um, subtitles in a language of your choosing. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we rely on that. It's not always 100%, but it, it'll get you really close. Um, but then many times we um, offer the subtitles um or and or put them in the description so that you can, you know, have opportunity to read that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's another way that uh, you can reach, you know, Spanish speaking um, mm-hmm. spiritual seekers. And um, so how how would you suggest? Uh, so you mentioned with the prayer services, if somebody's wanting to start a prayer group, that we can just really u- utilize that. You don't have to be a Spanish speaker to, to lead a prayer group mm-hmm. um, that you can rely on some of these resources. And um, I think it goes, you know, kind of in, I talked about this a little bit last week, too, that um, it really just the fact that that in a ministry that you would have resources available for Spanish speakers does so much to create that welcoming atmosphere. So that even if your service is in English mm-hmm. or primarily in English, um, the fact that you're offering both options, it, you know, it gives people, you know, if you're going to do, you know, a book 
or study a booklet, or if you're going to use like the Lent booklet, you know, mm-hmm. as a, you know, as a ministry, as a church going through the Lenten season mm-hmm. to allow people to, you know, have the option of having that in, again, the language of origin. It can just be a really, you can deepen that experience. It's really powerful. So mm-hmm. do you have other ideas or suggestions of how ministries can make use of these well, materials? Like, like I said, you know, a lot of times um, they don't have like a, Spanish, like you said, Spanish-speaking minister. But if they have a group, you know, there's always a leader. There, the you know, or no leader at all. And um, if we provide as a ministry resources, they will be empowered. And I'm pretty sure we just have to do give them training wheels, spiritual training wheels, and then that will take take off. Mm-hmm. Um, because the booklets, uh, especially the the one for a season, like the one for Lent and Advent, you know, they're wonderful and they're written for like a single day. So if a group wants to meet, you know, only one time a month, a week, or they can read on their own and then come back and, you know, discuss what they have learned or if they have any questions and and then go back to the minister. So the minister truly doesn't have to speak Spanish to support a Spanish-speaking group. Oh, and that, I love how you just said that, to support mm-hmm. the Spanish-speaking group. So we can reach, just like, you know, in ministry we can't, you know, do it all. We, we can't do it all, and <laughs> and you don't have experience mm-hmm. in everything, and you know, and so you know, in ministries, you know, ministers often rely on you know leaders in the congregation, mm-hmm. you know, to you know lead the women's group, lead the men's group, lead the young adults group, you know, all of these different, and then on top of that, special interest groups or small group studies, and so to really expand the thinking, to not be afraid that because you don't speak Spanish, um, that you can't make Your that offering, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it does so much you know to um for the existing congregation the english-speaking congregation to to just open and to feel like oh i can connect here you know we can have a shared experience of you know through this book study or through this prayer service and um you know in while there might be somewhat of a language barrier we can get through that because we've had this shared experience Mm -hmm. and that that's the root of you know spiritual mm-hmm. community is is the shared experience and and that connection that is felt, and that uh, supersedes language. Yes, it does. Yeah, beautiful. So what what do you have in the pipeline? Do you have anything that's that is going to be rolling out? Yeah, the one I'm excited about is uh, our message of hope uh, program. The one that you know um, gives to. Uh, the institutions and uh, uh, people with strong, I'll say, uh, needs. I created in uh, last year one booklet in about addiction and recovery, and then we're going to have it in Spanish. You know, we're trying to stay on top of things that are currently happening in you know society, mm-hmm. and uh, try to provide tools uh, to help people and to know that they're not alone. And, uh, of course, they also uh, provide the help of uh, prayer. Um, There's no here when you call for prayer is confidential. Nobody's going to judge you. So uh, we provide also material to help you in uh, your journey. So I'm excited about the book. It's a heavy topic, um, but uh, 
very well needed um, yeah. material. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, absolutely, um, a topic that you know transcends culture. You know, it's a human; it's, it gets to the core of human experience, mm-hmm. and so much of you know those you know like like I mentioned before, trials and tribulations are what those are the times we really seek um, mm-hmm. faith and we seek guidance, and um, so to be able to offer that and really expand. Um, how those resources can be available mm-hmm. is really important. So I'm excited with you for that. <laughs> yeah, because uh, they know that they're not isolated, they're not lonely, and the unity is not pretending that things like that don't happen. We believe there's only one presence and one power, God. Uh, but there are things, uh, there's tribulations, there are challenges uh, that are here in this human experience that, gosh, if somebody can help us, something uh, to let us, you know, get on our feet again, by all means, let's do it. And I think that booklet is that, you know. Yeah. And it's dismystifying also that subject um, so that we feel comfortable talking uh, about it and doing something about it and embracing the people that are going through Yeah. It. Yeah, it's very powerful. Mm-hmm. And I know when the designers, you know, were working on um, those booklets, you know, it it's, you know, um, the people who, the writers, the designers, the editors, you know, it's all a very heartfelt um, project. You know, we are infusing that with our faith and with our love and with our wisdom and, and um, compassion, compassion, you know. And so that all, I always believe that that, that um, shows they up. That. They feel that when, when you hold the booklet and you read it, that you feel that. Um, it's a, and it provides a sense of safety, you know, yes. to really go through it and, and to open up at a deeper level. Um, I want to mention, too, we have to, um, that we have social media. Oh, yes. Because, you know, we've got Silent Unity Latino and with posts that have share graphics. And you can, even if you have a Spanish or an English-speaking ministry, that's another place that you can grab those resources and um, and share them over. And, again, you know, providing that bilingual experience, mm-hmm. it, it does so much to just open doors and to let people know you're welcome here. And the Hispanics are very, very um, open to comment, and I love that. And actually, yeah. uh, Sandy, uh, whom schedules them, and she's always saying, oh, you know, that they're always ans- uh, commenting, even if it's a simple amen. Mm-hmm. So that is for us who yeah. worked on this side to produce those. It means a lot. It does. It does mean a lot. It's exciting when we get that that feedback. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's the whole point of being on social media, right, is to connect and be social. And so it's really lovely to get the feedback. So let us know. Let Truly, that, that feeds us. And we listen to whatever comment you put there. You know, we read it and we listen to and we consider it. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and I know we're, you know, having in the works um, for Hispanic Heritage Month 2020, you know, we're going to do a large scale social media campaign um, across all of our social media channels um, to really, you know, reach out to our um, Latinx communities and um, and in a way that um, is not separate so that it's not, you know, English materials here, Spanish Mm -hmm. materials there that really, you know, bridges that gap, bridges the language divide. Because the more we can do that mm-hmm. um, and, and really lead by example in mm-hmm. that way, then I think we'll see that um, 
you know, ministries following suit with that, mm-hmm. that you don't have to have a separate Spanish service that, mm-hmm. you know, it can be incorporated and flowed, you know, together. Mm-hmm. And because I know that can be difficult for ministries, you know, especially smaller ones, which many of our unity, you know, churches are, you know, smaller um, to add a, an additional service. Um, there's just a lot of logistics that make that mm-hmm. prohibitive. Um, but to really expand the way that we consider um, being bilingual or being um, open to audiences with different languages mm-hmm. and to invite that in. So that gives us another little something to be excited about <laughs> and to look forward to and yeah. to, you know, really expand the conversation of how um, how do we, you know, bridge the gap, you know, and it's it's timely, too, because, you know, right now there's so much about immigration. There's so much, you know, in the political arena that's happening. There's so much in our communities, you know, that's happening. And um, to really be a voice of um, stability in that and welcoming and unity in the midst of all of that, you know, I think is really ours to do. Yeah, unity never been uh, political, but also never been shy. You know, if we go to Myrtle's and Charles Fillmore, they were very, um, like, stern of what unity was and what and wasn't. And um, they supported people of, you know, can you, can you believe this? Can you believe, sideway note, the Hispanics or the Latins start, started writing to Silent Unity before there was a person who spoke, spoke English, Spanish there. Really? Yeah. And that, that was the way um, we started. They said, like, yeah. well, they pray and they're efficient, they're effective, they're loving. Mm-hmm. I don't know whom, who told them uh, about us. And then they start writing. And then Lowell Fillmore was the one who said, you know, we need to do something about okay. it because we're receiving all these letters in Spanish. Wow. I and, did not know that. Yeah. And then they hired a guy that was like my twin, I guess. He did it. <laughs> he was the only one twin. <laughs> he was the thing. <laughs> and then We got one. <laughs> we got one. Yeah. And he will answer the letters, the phone calls. He even helped translate. The first book ever translated in Spanish was Lessons in Truth. Ah. Wow. Yeah, and it was uh, funny. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, there's a letter that Law Fillmore sent out to the English-speaking community, being honest and explaining. We have the Latin people, you know, reaching us for help, and we would like to translate this book for them. Would you support us? And there was, you know, the people, the English-speaking people answer, and then and it's the same translation, so... It's really? kind of like sacred and sacrilegious to try to edit, which one day I will commit that <laughs> sin. <laughs> I love it. You heard it here. One day she will commit that sin. <laughs> we have a confession. <laughs> we can absolve you now, right? Can we absolve you in advance? Yeah. And then when mm-hmm. you get to it, it won't be yeah. a sin. <laughs> no, that's why I said publicly. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, language language changes, evolves, evolves. evolves. Yeah. And, um, you know, and to... 
you know, the consciousness that you bring to the work of translation, like you said, is not just about the words, you know, it's about the meaning and the phrases and, um, and, you know, going to that international Spanish, that it's not just, you know, Mexico, just no. Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. that it's really going to, you know, not catch us, <laughs> you know, in an embarrassing way, you know, if the yeah. wrong phrase is used or, you know, and even we're constantly, you know, in the English work of unity in uh, the conversation of, you know, is it time to change the language? Mm-hmm. You know, because the Fillmore's wrote and you know, spoke in a different time mm-hmm. and language has changed and evolved and they were so forward thinking, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the radio that we're doing right now, you know, Unity Radio, Charles, Charles Fillmore. he was doing it when it was, you know, not a thing everyone had. You know, they were yeah. they put the phone lines in for silent unity like. You he know, was it. He, he was, was first, cutting edge. Yeah, he yeah. Was. I love him. So, you know, I have to think, you know, and even the way they did use language, mm-hmm. they were pushing that they used it intentionally and pushing boundaries. And, you know, so I think that it's in alignment with that vision and that consciousness of, um, you know, evolution mm-hmm. set forth there. So I think you, you know, do it. <laughs> I can't I give would. you permission, but I give you permission. <laughs> I support you. I support you. I'll walk the plank with you. (laughs) There, how about that? (laughs) That, uh, This is another side note that I am glad that you're doing this, Jackie, because a lot of people uh, go to um, our boss, Ellen Devonport, and then tell her, oh, you need to produce more things in Spanish. And then at the beginning, she go like, oh, okay. And I go like, "Mm, they need to go to unityandlinea.org. And then after that there will be, you know, surprise. Yeah. And if there's something they truly want, oh, by all means, send me an email. Right. And um, I get emails from quite a few ministers, you know, telling me what works and what doesn't work. And I see it in, uh, during the retreat, what really appeals to them and, and what doesn't. So feel free to email us. Yeah. Well, comment. We, absolutely. We want our work to be relevant and useful. Exactly. You know, and so that feedback is, you know, is critical mm-hmm. and you have to be an informed giver of feedback. <laughs> you know? yeah. So if, if you're not informed of what we have and haven't really, you know, mm-hmm. looked through it and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. take time to do that, you know, mm-hmm. and really go through it and consider it and use it, mm-hmm. you know, and then your feedback is more useful, you know, because we're, we're at least starting on the same page, yes. you know. Correct. And so it's, um, yeah, it's, you know, there's responsibility on both, on both parts for that but we are absolutely open to you know, because we want to provide materials that will get used you know mm-hmm. and there's quite a few booklets uh, on the site that you can start a, a study group there's enough uh, prayer material that you can start a prayer group or you know if you don't want to do it with somebody else you can also set up a map for your own spiritual growth so there is material there. Yeah. I've been making sure that there's plenty there to yeah. accommodate uh, individuals or group needs. Yes. Unity is very generous with uh, their providings in Spanish. Yes. It's not that we cannot do more. We can actually we cannot do more. To more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but but we, you know, the the offering is very very vast. It is. And mm-hmm. we're always looking for ways to, mm-hmm. to do more mm-hmm. and to change, you know, and to provide um, variety, mm-hmm. you know. And like we were even, you were brainstorming um, about doing more videos, you know, where mm-hmm. you're, you know, g- 
bringing La Palabra Diaria, you know, more to the forefront in a different mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And um, that is beyond just the website, but mm-hmm. that, you know, this actually is a magazine, a subscription magazine and, you know, and to get it out there, you know, through social media. I think we stumbled on the divine idea with the reading that we did, yeah. you know, weaving that back and forth. And, you know, we could even provide that mm-hmm. in the form of recordings that could be played in a service there. We just, yeah. we just see we're mm-hmm. you know, we're generative, we're, you know, creative and we're, you know, looking for new ways. And that, you know, that could be, you know, that again is a, then becomes a bilingual tool, you know, and you're hearing mm-hmm. your daily word in Spanish and in English. Now, you know, we might stumble across, you know, a when few. it is not exactly the same translation, but that's okay. The word, the word is usually the same. Is that true? Yeah. So, um, you know, we're open to those kinds of ideas. And if you're listening and you like that, you know, that you the flow of creativity is that one idea leads to another leads yes. to another. And so if you, you know, even if you're listening to this at some point in the future and, you know, and that just sparked an idea in you, you know, reach out to us and um, let us know. Let us in on your divine ideas. We're very open, yeah. you know, um, to like it's not nothing is written in stone, literally. If you say something uh, that uh, can help you with your spiritual life. Actually, it's pretty much on the pipe. Yeah. I'm very sure because we're we have the poles. I say not unity, but you know that we are it. What I'm saying is that we are attuned uh, with the people that we serve in mm-hmm. a very humble way. Not uh, in a, because that's what we want, and that's what we hear when we meet. How can we serve? Why can we do more? Um, yeah. How can we reach them? So, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful way to say that. Well, we're nearing the end, and I do want you to um, speak the prayer for protection in Espanol. Okay. And um, and I do, um, you are friends with Coco Ramos. I am. Yeah, and, you know, I would like to really yeah, extend, it, extend it to him um, and his family. Yeah, well, first let's just um, acknowledge Coco and knowing that he is a beautiful being of light. That his life expresses fully, completely, sacredly through every part of his body. Amen. The light of God surrounds us. La luz de Dios nos rodea. The love of God enfolds us. El amor de Dios nos envuelve. The power of God protects us. La presencia de Dios nos protege. The presence of God watches over us. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.